High School Basketball on Round Guy Radio is brought to you by Rob Moore, your livestock risk management of Mediapolis, Iowa, 4N Plumbing of Washington, Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Real Smart Highlights of Columbus, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Iowa, back on sponsoring us, and the Packwood Locker, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. Well, we got uh, Holy Trinity Crusaders coach uh, Helligy, uh, the basketball coach. Welcome to the program, coach. Hey, thanks for having me this morning. Well, um, it turns out I got kind of lucky. Uh, I remember the first interview I did was with Waco's coach uh, about basketball, and, and the first, you know, he mentioned – you know, he thought you guys were, were a team to watch and, and to get on. And then uh, Meepo's coach tells me that. Fort Madison's coach tells me you guys got kind of this upcoming game. And then I wound up uh, just kind of luckily calling your first preseason game, or, or it might have been your first one, but uh, the one with Wilton. And it looks yeah. like you're going to be the first on the schedule Monday, uh, get a second look at your team. Uh, really was impressed with your team Uh Anyway, w- welcome to the program. Let me ask you, uh, 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 just how many total kids do you have from freshman to, to senior? Uh, right now we've got 15 total kids, freshman to senior. So we'll field uh, a JV team and a, and a varsity team. Okay. Well, it sounds like you don't uh, um, have a big big numbers over there, but maybe you got enough to get it done. Uh, well, you know, you know, 15 is a pretty good number for us. Um, it really kind of guarantees that, that – everyone's going to get a little bit of playing time, you know, uh, kind of, kind of two teams of, you know, about seven or eight kids playing. So I really don't, you know, obviously coaches want more numbers, but the 15 is a, a pretty good number to manage. Well, it's great. You know, I remember when I, I played uh, football in high school, uh, there's like 106 kids out, you know, so, right. you know, right. you, you didn't get a chance to play like you wanted to. Uh, yeah. So in that aspect, uh, 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 if you got a good 15 kids, that would really uh, uh, make for a pretty competitive team get everybody enough time to play. But let, let me, uh, let's talk about the first practice up until this round, Robin, or, or the uh, jamboree that you did. Don't want to talk about that yet. I just want to talk about, uh, tell me about the practice, you know, up until that jamboree. Uh, practice has been going really well. Uh, the kids just this year just seem to have a completely different focus uh, than what we've had in the past. Uh, drills are competitive. Uh, you know, everything they do, they're trying to win um, that particular drill. You know, we've we've went through a lot of our plays and, and not, not quite everything at this point in the season. But, uh, you know, the kids are just focused. They're they're asking good questions and just really working their tails off. Well, uh, let me ask you, let, let's just kind of for our listeners that, that don't know, and, and, and I'm starting to know a little, uh, um, Tell me about your your big guys in the middle, uh, your forwards. Everybody's going to be kind of in the paint fight for those rebounds and trying to push the ball to the basket. Yeah, sure. Um, you know our, uh, our our kind of bigger guys are uh, Connor Galing. He's a he's a great senior. He averaged uh, a little over thirteen points a game last year and about six and a half rebounds. Uh, just a great kid. He's a team captain. Um, uh, can't say enough good things about Connor. Uh, and then Luke is the junior, Luke Helligy. Uh He was about eight and a half rebounds a game. Uh, just has a real good, uh, 
knowing of where the ball is going to go and timing just seems to, to, to kind of lead the team in rebounding most games. Uh, and then and then from there, uh, we got a couple guys off the bench. Kobe Jones, He I'm, I'm kind of excited for Kobe. Uh, he hasn't got a lot of playing time in the preseason. Uh, he, he's kind of coming along for us, but uh, 6'4", post player, just, just uh, rock solid with muscles. And then uh, a, a smaller off-the-bench player, Nathan Box, uh, six foot post player, but just uh, he should be a middle linebacker for somebody. But but uh, we don't have football at Fort Pass, and so uh, excited for those guys. And then from there, our guards rebound really nicely. They do a good job of boxing out and uh, getting those longer rebounds. So, all right. Well, tell me a little bit uh, about uh, your mid range shooters. Who do you got that's a good mid range shooter? Well, you know, you know, we watched some games over Christmas here of my uh, brother-in-law, Tony Wagamuth, that played for Keokuk Cardinal Stretch when he was in town um, from the mid-80s. And it was all mid-range back then. We were just, uh, we kind of forgot how much mid-range game there was. But, uh, you know, uh, mid-range wise, uh, you know, everyone on the team's pretty good shooters. Uh, prob- probably mid-range uh, leaders would be like Maddox Rung. He- he's a real good mid-range guy. Um, Adam Sobchak, our point guard, has is- is got a nice... Uh, stop and pop game to him um so yeah yeah kind of kind of the lost start of the mid-range for sure yeah that was the game i loved i don't think there was three-pointers when i was in there so i i think three-pointers came in in 1982-83 season i believe is is the first year for threes in iowa and it seemed like it took a couple years for uh for coaches to adjust to that three-point arc yeah yeah what was uh um yeah i'm kind of old like that uh but um I do kind of love the mid-range. Well, uh, let's talk about those outside shooters. Yeah, so we got a couple uh, outside assassins here coming back. Uh, Luke uh, had 54 threes made last year at 38%. And then uh, our sophomore, Lane Rung, his brother Maddox is a senior. He, he made 28 threes last year. He, he's, he's a real nice shooter. And our other players have really stepped up uh, their outside shooting through a lot of hard work and open gyms. Maddox Rung and uh, and Adam Sobchak are both uh, both really great shooters. And then our, our big guy in the middle, Connor Galing, he can step out and, and hit the three as well. So uh, it's it's uh, we've got a pretty good competition of shooters on the team well uh let me ask you a little bit uh um you have a couple rung brothers i believe uh, yeah yeah uh tell me a little bit about them they seem to be quite involved in the game there yeah they love the game uh geez they're they're just great kids um they're uh their dad played at Aquinas, Fort Madison Aquinas, before the Holy Trinity. And their grandfather uh, also played for Aquinas. And his and their grandfather, Marty, had a twin brother, Marv. And they were kind of legends down there in the in the mid-70s. But these kids are great. Uh, they're gym rats. Uh, they know the game very well. And uh, just uh, just overall great defenders. Uh, Maddox is uh, one of the best on-the-ball defenders you'll see. And uh, he's the senior. And then his little brother, Lane, who's a little bit taller than Maddox, is uh, really nice player he's starting to stretch out and uh and do some really nice things really really becoming a really athletic uh player so we're we're really excited for the runs uh just couldn't ask for better kids well um you got the, the, your son luke uh yeah um you know i was got to thinking about it i'm thinking um who was it that he reminds me of you know and there's uh-huh. a kid that plays for Louisa muscatine his name is northcutt i think or yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. He, he se- yep. Yeah, he seems – I think he was the player of the year last year. Uh, I just saw him once, uh, and it was the first game of the year, Kyoto and Louisa Muscatine. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, he's a 
he likes to take the ball to the basket. He's kind of big. He 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 seems to think like your son. Uh, uh-huh. Um, you know, he, he just kind of attacks the game that same way. Plus, he can do mid range shots and outside shots when he needs to. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I think there's a there's a physicality to him. There's a um. A kind of square your shoulders and move forward kind of attitude that that Ty uh-huh. definitely has. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, a lot of people are telling me about this young man. Uh, other coaches are telling me that that um, he was a, uh, a really great player last year, and they think he's really going to elevate this year. Uh, tell me about uh, uh, you probably know him pretty well. So <laughs> tell me a little about of his progression, and um, uh, um, do you see what I was saying on that comparison, that kind of uh, Northcutt kind of thing? Yeah, we haven't seen Ty a lot. I, I think he we played him his freshman year, and then I don't think he played. He was maybe been injured his sophomore year, and we didn't see him at all last year. But I do hear um, a lot about Ty. I know he's a great player. Uh, Luke is, uh, you know, he's he's a little over six four, um, and he he can shoot, he can drive, and he can also post if he's got a smaller player. So it's nice to have that versatility uh, in in a player. Uh, we can run a lot of different things uh, and get him involved in, in many options. But he's worked really hard. Uh, he was thrust into a starting role. Him and him and my point guard as freshmen, we were really low on numbers. So they were baptism by fire their freshman year and uh, had a great year. I think Sobchak, the point guard, he's a little unheralded, but he uh, I think he led the state for 1A in assists as a freshman. Uh, he's a pass first point guard. But back to Luke, um, had a good, solid freshman year. You you know, kind of dipped his toe in the pool a little bit there. And then last year he really kind of took off for us after the first couple games. And he was, I think, 19 and a half and eight and a half rebounds. Uh, so he was very consistent game in and game out. And uh, we're just excited for him. He's hit the weight room like crazy, uh, as have a lot of the kids this offseason. And uh, just played a lot. You know, we've just played and played and played. No football at Holy Trinity. Uh, the kids do have the option to go down and play in at Central Lee, um, which is great. We really thank Central Lee for that. Uh, but uh, a lot of the kids chose not to, not to not to play football. So you know, we got a little extra open gym time this fall, which was which was kind of good too. Yeah. Plus, a lot of you know, there's a lot of coaches out there that some of their best players are banged up from the football season. Yeah, you always worry about that. I mean, uh, several of these guys, uh, like Sobchak played for Fort Madison uh, public last year, and he dislocated an elbow and sprained a knee, and I just kind of held my breath all football season just praying that these guys weren't banged up since uh, we're not super deep. But uh, but this year, I, I don't think I had a single football player uh, this year. On the flip side of that, though, uh, Waco has a really great player that you're going to face here, uh, Hunter Hughes. We call him Refuse to Lose, Hunter Hughes. Uh, yeah. He played football for the first time, and uh, I'm wondering uh, – and he didn't get hurt, uh, but I'm wondering if that might have even toughened him up a little bit. And he's he's tough. He's a tough player. Um, we definitely, uh, you know, have uh, talked about Hunter a lot in practices as well as the rest of their team. Uh, Coach, uh, Coach Kissel does an amazing job up there. They're winners year in and year out. But, uh, yeah, they're tough. And, and you can kind of tell the schools that have good, solid football traditions, uh, especially like when the ball's on the ground, you know. You know, it's uh, – <laughs> look out. But, uh, you know, hopefully we can uh, – uh, match that toughness as, as best we can and uh, and contain some of these great football players that, that Waco has. Uh, well, let's talk about this uh, game with Wilton, which uh, um, there was a couple things that really took away from it. One was how high scoring it was. Uh, yeah. I think you yeah. came out with the 46-41 win. So 
you kept that pace up for two two halves. That'd have been like uh, eighty two to ninety two or something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That were, that uh, was that yeah. was a terrific. Um, uh, the first half, Wilton just shot the lights out, hit lots and lots of threes, and put a lot of points up. You didn't. Um, uh, you seem, but you, I think you were down like ten points, and then you come back uh, uh, and got a nice win. But you really didn't take control of that till under a minute, I think, uh, left in that game. Tell me a little bit about what what you guys got out of that game, and uh, uh, how much maybe you you seem like your kids enjoyed the game. Uh, yeah. Uh, what What did that game itself do to trying to get you ready for the season? Well, those jamborees, I mean, you're just kind of fine-tuning things, but they almost had kind of the feel of like a postseason game. It, uh, I was I was really pleased. Uh, anytime you can score, you know, 45, 46 points and a half, uh, you're happy as a coach. And I, and I thought we left, uh, you know, we had a few mistakes out there. We left some free throws and, and a couple layups there. Um, we knew Wilton could shoot, but my goodness, those, that was unbelievable. I mean, they were hitting – 23 24 foot threes and uh you know in timeouts we just talked about uh keeping our composure keep keep chipping away and uh it really it really or i think our experience actually showed for the first time in a couple seasons where you know we just stayed patient we just kept running our stuff trying to get stops on defense and we just chipped that 11 point lead away and, and kind of took control uh down the stretch but i think that's a wilton team that's going to do some damage this year Mike, yeah, i was going to ask you a little bit about that you know uh idealistically uh you want a, a preseason opponent to push you uh to the max and i think they did that so what was your tell me a little bit what you thought about the wilton beavers Oh, that, that, that team's going to be great. I mean, they've got some length to them. They don't have a, a huge center, but they got, you know, enough 6'3", 6'4", 6'5", kids uh, to rebound and, and play defense. And then the, I don't know what they're doing up in Wilton to, to learn how to shoot like that, but uh, maybe I need to visit their gym some offseason. It's it just, it just a barrage of threes, and, you know, and they weren't uh, they weren't uncontested, you know, threes at the at the, at the three-point line they were 23 24 foot threes with two hand closeouts I mean it was uh it was impressive to see but it just shows that if you can keep your composure uh, basketball is a game of runs you know they had their runs and and we just we just kept coming and uh hopefully that's indicative of what the season's going to be for us is is a successful season well I would say uh that was a tale of two quarters uh in the first quarter, Wilton moved the ball really well, and you guys didn't move the ball as well as you'd like, although you did put a lot of points on the board. Uh, but in yeah. the second half, you guys moved the ball about as good as I've seen anybody move the ball. Uh, so yeah. tell me a little bit about that uh, about that transition. Uh, you know, that first quarter, maybe a little bit of nerves out there with our offense, and we were just, just a tad bit clunky. We missed some free throws, and I think sometimes if you can see your layups, see your free throws go through the net, it just kind of relaxes our shooters and, and kind of gets the offense flowing. And first quarter, we kind of struggled with that. But then, you know, we just stayed patient, and uh, things started flowing, and uh, uh, the defense picked up a little bit. We made a couple adjustments. And, uh, you know, I think the second quarter uh, was a great quarter for us and something to build upon as we uh, roll into Monday here. Well, uh, uh, Maddox Rung, uh, I believe, is who I'm thinking of here. He seems to be a good distributor of the ball. Oh, heavens, yeah. Yeah, he's our – if you know, if you have a glue guy, I think of Maddox as our glue guy. Uh, great on-the-ball defender. He could care less if he scores a single point uh, during the game. He's just – 
completely unselfish. And uh, what he wants at the end of the game is, you know, a, a crusader victory. And however, whatever it takes to get there, whether it's uh, five assists or diving on the ground five times or just, you know, playing amazing on the ball defense, Maddox is going to gonna do what it takes to win. All right. Well, uh, I think we talked enough about this one, although we could talk a little more because I like the game so much. But uh, did you have any other scrimmages or, or tell me post that game what uh, uh, till today what's been going on? We've just been practicing. We took Thanksgiving off. Um, we've ju- we've just been kind of honing things in, um, sh- uh, sharp sharpening the knife here a little bit, getting ready for uh, Monday, Tuesday, Friday because it's just such a busy schedule. Uh, we had a super hard workout uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. Ran the ran the tar out of the kids, and then uh, we're we're kind of tapering here, uh, heading into this big week uh, with three games. Still had spirited practices, but kind of cut back on the conditioning just a little bit. All right. Well, that brings us up to uh, uh, the round guy kickoff uh, regular season game of the year, which is uh, uh, you guys traveling over to uh, a a tough place to play uh, over in Wayland, Iowa, to take on the Waco Warriors. Uh, uh, Tell me what your expectations of this game. Uh, What do you know about Waco, and what are you going to have to do to to be successful? Well, you know – First of all, like I said, Coach Kissel and the Waco Warriors are a great program. Uh, you know, we know they had a great season last year. Did lose a couple uh, really, really nice players, but we know they've got, uh, you know, Hunter Hughes back and Colton Lackey and, and uh, you know, Chase Waterhouse. I think he's going to – I don't think he played up the Jamboree, but it sounds like uh, he'll be healthy. You know, and then they've got a good complement of some, some nice guards, uh, younger guards to go around those guys. So – I think uh, you know we got to do our best to control Hunter and and, and Colton and uh, and Chase a little bit there, and uh, you know keep our turnovers low, play tough defense, and and then uh, you know run our stuff, and we'll see what the scoreboard says at the end of the game. Well, uh, yeah, it's uh, um, I guess it's time to to kick things off and get it get it going. Uh, uh, what else? What other games you got that first week? Uh, we'll be at home Tuesday. We turn right around and play Tuesday against Danville. That'll be a conference game. Uh, Danville's, ex- I don't know if you've seen much of them, but they're extremely well coached by the Sokup Twins. Um, just just tremendous scouters, tremendous coaches. So uh, they've lost quite a few good players, but we know that they, uh, they reload every single year. Um, so we've got to be ready for them. And then uh, Friday we'll be up at, uh, at West Burlington with those two stellar guards and, and, and the gamut wow. to go around them on Friday. So, uh, yeah, busy week. The gauntlet. And, yeah, and then three games next week, too. So, so let's talk about those three games, too. Next week? Yeah, the, the, I want to know about the first two weeks. They're just kind of looking into things. Okay. Uh, the second week we are let – me, let me get it here real quick. The second week we are at uh, – I think Monday we're at Highland. And then um, get, come, coming up here. Try not to look too far ahead. Um, okay, so Tuesday. Oh, uh, oh, excuse me. We're at Mediapolis Tuesday. Ooh. No, excuse me. Here we go. Uh, we're at Highland Monday, Mediapolis Tuesday. And then I can't remember where we're at, where we're at Friday, to well, be honest. Well, a lot of, yeah, lot of road there, uh, a lot of road games, maybe this big Danville thing. Tell me a little bit what it's like. Uh, uh, tell me about your gym and the atmosphere there. Oh, we've got a great gym, uh, Holy Trinity there, Shot and Kirk Gymnasium. Uh, really nice gym, uh, 
you know, great place to play. The kids are super comfortable there. Uh, they know the hoops very well and the lighting. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's a great place to host a game. And, uh, you know, a lot of tradition there as well. We've had a lot of great teams over the years. All right. So, well, uh, is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? I don't think so. We're ready to roll. I think it, um, I'm delighted to uh, – I heard so much about your team, and then I was pretty excited because I really didn't know uh, uh, who Wilton is even playing uh, uh, to get in there and see that it was you guys and then to, to to be there for the first game of the season, a little serendipitous, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, we wish you good luck on the season. You, you sure seem like a good team to me, and uh, we're going to enjoy following you uh, through the season. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, thanks so much for the coverage. Take care. High School Basketball on Round Guy Radio is brought to you by Rob Moore, your livestock risk management of Mediapolis, Iowa, 4N Plumbing of Washington, Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Real Smart Highlights of Columbus, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Iowa, back on sponsoring us, and the Packwood Locker, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa.